LifeCare provides valuable whole life insurance to cover final expenses such as medical bills, burial costs, and unpaid debt. A final expense insurance policy is fast, easy, affordable life insurance that's available to anyone between the ages of 50 and 80. No medical exams, no lengthy questionnaires, and no waiting period. The application process is quick and easy. You can even apply without having to undergo a medical examination. Just answer a few questions and we'll do the rest. With the average funeral costs skyrocketing to $11,000 and Social Security only paying $255, you need simple, affordable peace of mind for you and your whole family. Don't leave behind unpaid expenses, expenses that, if left unattended, will burden your family tremendously. Benefits include a guaranteed premium that will never increase, a guaranteed cash value, and a guaranteed death benefit that can never decrease. To find out how you can get final expense insurance with a guaranteed lifetime rate lock, call LifeCare at Welcome to Radio Law Talk. It's September 18th, 2021, and what an absolute beautiful day in the West Coast. Finally, uh, we've been dealing with a lot of smoke. We love it out here now. There's a breeze, and it's cooled down, and uh, I am in a good mood today. Denise Dirks is here with me, Todd Kunin, and our producer, Cal Hunter. We're going to talk about a lot of interesting and fun things today. Remember, this is the most exciting, entertaining, and, uh, and sometimes informative show on Earth and, and we say that because we, we don't want you to expect too much, all right? You know, if you, you really think you're going to get a lot out of this today, just don't do that and just enjoy and, and relax and, and, and listen to what we have to say. Todd, you have something to say? I'm just saying good things happen for us when you set the bar low. We always do. Well, that's the best part. You know why? Why wouldn't I? Why yeah, would I yeah. say this is the this is a great show? Listen, no, we're 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 setting it low. Don't just know it's only sometimes informative. I had someone on. I was on a stage the other day, and actually, you know, I'll, I'll throw out as one of these big social media stages. And uh, by the way, there were some who's who were on the stage with me and asked me some cool school questions. But uh, an individual asked me this long, lengthy question about patents and um, trademarks. And you can, um, uh, yeah, and after <laughs> after after the end of it, and first of all, I don't give legal advice. You know, over you know, it's at an event, right? And then crickets, like you said, I looked and said, "Well, I have a patent and, uh, and trademark lawyer. Give me a, a direct message to me on Instagram, and uh, I'll give you his name because I have no idea." Well, I could have given you my my grand uh, my grand uh, what my granddaughter's husband is a patent lawyer in San Diego. Oh, okay. So started well, working there. But yeah. when when Fred answered was done answering the question, you know what the crowd said? Did you did you get this on tape, Fred? Here it is. Yes. yes they that's loved it. Yeah. yeah, so it was interesting. So uh, just as a lawyer, you got to remember, uh, I don't know everything. And uh, even though sometimes I think I do, I really don't know everything. And so that was fun. But we're going to talk about the, these very interesting things. A Mich- Michigan teacher is sued. Why is this Michigan teacher sued? This is a very interesting case we're going to talk about. And the NXIVM uh, Alice Mack uh, case is, is wrapping up. Uh, luckily, all that's wrapping up. We're going to tell you about... Uh, some jail time and why. 
Very interesting arrest of a lawyer in Texas. Why is this lawyer arrested? And I'm like thinking, I don't know. I don't know if they should have arrested the guy. I think there's some issues there of freedom of speech or expression, and we're going to talk about that. Obviously, Elizabeth Holmes trial, oh my gosh, that's the blood machine. This is just starting up, and this is very fascinating. This is the Bay Area woman (laughs) that was was on, what, what, uh, Inc. Magazine and Forbes and had the blood blood drop uh, machine, right? Analyzing. Yeah, blood blood drop, baby. It was blood machine. I'm thinking this on the heels of talking about the Texas case with the with the uh, attorney when he was, <laughs> it, we we're talking about a blood analysis machine, not a machine that went out wreaking but <laughs> havoc on the I, public. Maybe, maybe a bill collecting machine. <laughs> there you go. Hey. Well, here, no, actually, you know what? I I read, you know, I've read, you know, a prosecutor's argument and defense. I don't know. Defense is going to have some good arguments, uh, and I, I kind of like their arguments where they're going. Denise is shaking her head, and I think we're going to be in agreement. I think it's pretty good argument, and not only a good argument, but probably kind of true the way uh, things work out, and uh, we're going to discuss that. The Disney Black Widow case, that's Scarlett Johansson that's suing Disney yes, um, it is. and Disney+, Plus. and I know Todd is there for her if she needs some moral support. He's always there. Scarlett, I know you're listening to our show. You always do. Scarlett, I have your back. Yeah. So (laughs) Todd's there for you. Oh, yeah, Scarlett. Uh, uh, Todd's there for you, but we're going to talk about why this is a significant case because it's very significant. It is. is, And everyone's thinking, oh, what's Fred? Why is this so significant? You've got to hold on because it's really interesting. I never understood – this deal making, and I don't do Hollywood deals, and it's it's a kind of a specialty that a lot of lawyers do these big movie deals with uh, these entertainers. Man, there's some interesting things they do, and here's the interesting thing: and don't do on purpose in order to quote try to get some more money out of deals. So we're going to talk about that, and Todd is going to get into detail about uh, this very interesting South Carolina lawyer case. Uh, where the lawyer was just arrested. This is bizarre. I've heard about it briefly, but Todd has followed it quite extensively. We're going to talk about that. We've got a lot of other things we're going to talk about. Remember, we're a three-hour show, 9 to noon Pacific time. If you're listening to us and your radio station happens to turn off for, let's say, a something thing like a college football game, like, come on, man. Yeah, really? 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 Come That's on. Kind of I feel like we need to be playing the... Gilligan's Island three theme song, a three-hour oh, cool. show, a three-hour three show. Cool, yeah. Well, it's a wreck, too, right? <laughs> <Yes>. it's both- <laughs> and you're all stuck with us for a long time. And Denise has to play the parts of both Ginger and Marianne. Good heavens. Who and, am I? And Mrs. Howell. Well, we know, we know Cal's the professor. Well, you be the skipper, I'll be Gilligan. <laughs> Skipper, that's that's, okay, little buddy. uh, Hey, little buddy. (laughs) I want to be Mr. Howell. I think I'd rather be Mr. Well, I don't know. I'll be the skipper. Does the skipper ever get the girls? No. No. Does Gilligan ever get the girls? No. No. Well, at least not on camera. Only the professor gets the girls. The professor gets all the babes. Yep. Oh. That's right. The women. The females. Excuse me. Sorry. I, that was bad. It's kind of true to life. Yes. That's right. The smart guys get the women and the money. 
Well, he also was one of the better looking of them. <laughs> There's no doubt. <laughs> so Fred could be the professor, really. I no, guess. you're the professor. No, I'll be. I'll okay. be the captain that crashes the boat because I am the head, I am the <laughs> captain here. So uh, remember, seat counsel. We're not giving legal advice. We're talking about general topics of law. If you want to call in, you can call us at eight five five Law Radio. Again, eight five five Law Radio. Um, before we get going into, and we're going to do three things. What what people come, well, I, look, let's back up. I'm getting old and I always uh, do this to myself. I step over myself. Uh, if you want to follow us at radiolawtalk.com, if like there's only one hour being shown, because you know what? I am a football fan and I do love college football and I'll be watching college football today after the show. You bet. Even though I'm going to uh, probably have some work to do. I'm, I've got a list of honeydews. I, I tend to lose those, Cal. Do you? I mean, she gives me the list and somehow I always look for I can't Saturday find afternoon, it. I can't find my notebook that I has the stuff written in it. I can't find it either. And I usually drive around the block for about an hour and a half yeah. before I get I home. A, I have a materials list there written everything I need to buy, you know, to do the project. I just can't find it. I can't either. Denise, what's your honeydew list today? Uh, watch the Ducks game. There oh, you go. Oregon Ducks. What and about? It's, it's a a New York team, so I don't right. even know. It's not one that counts, but I don't know if you saw the game. <laughs> We're not in any uh, stations in New York <laughs> no, at all. No, no, okay. no, I mean, I don't know the team. It's not part of their normal season, right? Uh, oh, okay. So uh-huh. I think they're doing it for money. No. I would ask Todd if he's got a honeydew list, but he's got a honey cat list. What do you? What, I, what do you I, I he's have. got a kitty do list. <laughs> kitty do do. Well, the, the cat box. Well, that the box me. does need to be changed. Um. <laughs> All right, we do talk about the law coming up pretty soon, but uh, hang on again. Call us at eight five five Law Radio. We're going to talk about it, a lot of interesting things. And remember, this is uh, we're only talking about general topics of law. You, we don't. And but case, case or no cases is what comes up all three hours. Cal is going to lay out a scenario for us and try to trick us uh, to determine whether or not it's an actual case. We have to determine if it's a case and what the outcome is. And Cal, we don't have much time left, so we're yeah, gonna, we're going to bring I'm, that up. Next yeah, time. I'm, I really can't set this one up. Just, set, take, just tee just it up. A, what is it generally? It has about? to do in the with the world of art and an artist named. Robertito. Robertito. Robertito, a world-famous artist. Yeah. Robertito. We're going to come back and talk about Robertito, do a case or no case, then jump into the Michigan teacher is being sued. We'll be right back. Thanks for listening to Radio Law Talk. There's much more of it coming right up. So you stay right there, and we'll continue from right here. Fred, Todd, and Denise will be right back with more Radio Law Talk after we take this break. Commercials and other announcements aired on Radio Law Talk contain the opinions of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease. These claims have not been evaluated by the FDA. Hey, listen up. Before the weather changes, get new windows in your home and save possibly hundreds on your energy bill. Call the window replacement hotline right now and take advantage of their special savings event. Get your leaky, drafty windows replaced with energy-efficient, beautiful, virtually maintenance-free windows at this year's rock-bottom prices. Our prices are so low, we don't want to scare the competition. The only way to hear about our window savings is to call. Yes, you must call our special toll-free number for the best window replacement prices in town. Get your new windows, patio doors, and more from the window replacement hotline. Get ready for the change in weather. Save on your energy bills. Call right now for tremendous prices on new windows and beautify your home. 
home. Call the Window Replacement Hotline now. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the health insurance helpline can help you get it. We specialize in helping the self-employed and people just like you that need affordable health insurance to get it. We have short and long-term health insurance plans and some even cover dental, vision, and prescription drugs. Don't take a risk with your family's health insurance. It's not worth it. Worth it. If you're self-employed or now need affordable health insurance, call right now and learn for free how to get it. Listen, affordable health insurance plans for everyone just like you are a free phone call away. So give us a shout right now. 800-670-0940. 800-670-0940. That's 800-670-0940. Hi, my name is Lily. My mom and dad used to fight about money all the time. Then one day, I heard them talking about this guy. Some uncle I never knew called Uncle Sam. Well, they say this Uncle Sam guy wanted them to pay him like a gazillion dollars. And they didn't have a gazillion dollars. So they called this company they heard on the radio called The Tax Doctor. And The Tax Doctor worked with Uncle Sam's people. I think they're called the IRS. And they're able to work it out so my mom and dad didn't have to pay Uncle Sam very much money at all. So now mom and dad are happy. And I'm happy too. Thanks, Tax Doctor. If you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS or state, call now and pay less. 800-263-2610. 800-263-2610. 800-263-2610. That's 800-263-2610. Radio Law Talk. I like that show. This is no fun. This is a great time to call the show. 855-LAW-RADIO. That's 855-LAW-RADIO. 
Welcome back to Radio Law Talk. I'm your host, Frederick Penny. I had just cut uh, during the break. We have a, a wonderful segment in a thing called Fireside where I talk to my friends. It's a podcast, and my good friend, Wendy Cooper, I'm going to do a shout-out to her. We're just talking to her. I feel so bad because it's like I had to cut her off. Cal's like, oh, 30 seconds. Oh, boops. Wendy and I are having a great, great conversation, and I'm going to, I'm going to shout her out. She's got a Where's the Beef Tech V Creative uh, I, I wrote it fast. Uh, Tech V Creative. Uh, where's the beef? Wendy Cooper. Look up her podcast. It's all about tech startups. She knows a lot about tech startups. So uh, if you're ever bored and want to uh, listen to a podcast, she's the one you want to listen to. But, you know, we're having a lot of fun here, Cal. We're talking about a case or no case. Cal, roll what everybody's here for. That's case or no case. Now right, it's time here we to go. play case or no case. Yeah! Robertito was a world-famous artist and made his real money as an art instructor, selling paint and art supplies. Robertito's son was also a very good painter, and he had a half-brother. They traveled the world teaching the great unwashed how to paint flowers and landscapes. Then, as always happens, the elder Robertito fell ill. The company that packaged and sold his paints and art supplies tried and tried and tried before his death to get Robertito to sign over his most valuable asset to them his name. But Robertito refused, and he had left 51% of his estate, name and image, and earnings to his older brother, and 49% to his artist son. And he was just as adamant that his, he was not going to give up his paint company. They threatened to sue. Some people were intimidated by lawsuits. Robertito's brother was, thre was threatened to be sued by the paint distribution company, the threats came around, the door knocks, the paperwork flew. So I'm going to ask you, can a, can a person sell or give up the rights to his name or image? Is this a case or no case? Denise, I think it's you. We're going to start with you this time. Why not? Well, you know, you're going to watch the ducks later. Just All right. Minimal pressure. <laughs> All right. I'm going to sell Donald Duck's likeness. <laughs> there you go. I'll be sued. Trust me. Um <laughs> This is – there's a real scenario. I, it's not Robert Tito, but um, he's the guy that used to paint on TV, and he was very soothing when he talked and painted landscapes about. and, you know, all that stuff. And exactly the scenario, his brother, um, it got his name, and, and it was his uh, company that was like promoting him, trying to say they owned the name. And I think what happened, unfortunately, is Roberto uh, was pressured into selling the like uh, his name and so it's kind of a big deal but it was never a case mm. is what i'm thinking i'm thinking it's a scenario but not a case all right fair enough mr penny what say you all in right. the case of robertito his uncle his brother i should say and his son and the paint company i know this answer yes you can sell your name and yes i've had i've known of people that have sold their name and they had to buy it back but here's the thing Cal, I believe this is a famous person. Is that correct? That you just you're using a different name? Is that correct? Yeah. Okay. And then let's throw in that if we can guess the name of the person, then we get an extra point. So it'll be three points. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go with this. This is a case, and this is someone that sold their name, and they have a famous paint company. I'm just trying to figure out which paint company it is. His first um, name was Sherwin. Sherwin. <laughs> His brother was William. Okay. That's a bear of an answer. All right. Let's think about that. You got me thrown now. Okay. I'm going to say it's a case, and I'm going to say, uh, yes, he sold his name, and too bad. I mean, the, the name goes with it, and uh, it's a real case, and I'm trying to 
think of the other paint companies? What's the other one that's the real big paint company? They're Sherwin Benjamin Williams. Moore, Sherwin Williams. Yeah, Benjamin Moore. They're all named after real people. Yeah. Home Depot. Home Depot. <laughs> no, no, that's Bear. Sears Weather Beater. <laughs> no. That's who it is. It's a weird name. Te- kids teased him at school all the time. Hey, Weather Beater, come here. We're playing dodgeball. Yeah, no. I think it, I, I think what it is is that other one, du- not DuPont. What's the one? You, oh, I can't think of it. It's the main one that everybody. Oh, okay, go to go to Todd, and I'll think of the name of the paint company. Fair enough, Mr. Oh, Kuna, I think you got to think of the okay, name of okay, the guy. Okay, so, so we're trying to figure out the name of the guy, right? You can. Okay, <laughs> hold hold on, hold on. I'm going to do this one in character. Mm-hmm. All right, you know, sometimes we have a case or no case, but it's really cool. And I don't like to think that we make accidents. You know, uh, we don't make mistakes on Radio Law Talk. We call them happy accidents, and everybody deserves a friend. You know, I'm going to draw a tree over here. Let's give him a little buddy, a little a little friend right here off the side. You know, I like to say animals and do everything and i and I, I went with a permanent haircut because i didn't want to have to pay for haircuts that's why i went for a perm and i used to be in the navy i have half a finger ross uh bob ross is the name of the guy hmm. okay and i'm gonna say that this is a scenario but not a case i'm going with denise wow. on that you're correct on the bob ross mr penny what did you say is this oh, a case oh, or no case oh i'm well, saying we're all say bob ross everybody's saying it's bob ross now yes both, it's a case of, i heard you say bob ross both of you get the extra extra credit for the bob ross thing both all both. of us how about all of us <laughs> yeah okay fine. okay so no i'm gonna say it's a real case I'm going to say it's a real case. I yes. said it's a, I'm the only one that says case. And the, the other outcome. two says uh, the outcome is Bob Ross loses or his estate loses. Oh, he doesn't lose. He just has a, a happy accident. Happy legal it's accident. A happy in legal court. accident. In court. Well, those of you who say this is a case. Yes. Yes. And, the, and the uncle deceptively sold Bob Ross's name and image to the paint distribution company. The son, who thought he would get 49% out of this deal, didn't get anything. So he was most upset. I won. So that's me. I won all across. I get three points, Denise. You you want to know a little interesting piece of trivia about very mild-mannered Bob Ross? Uh, yeah. Early on, before he took up painting, he was a drill sergeant in the Air Force. And was wow. so had so much disdain for how aggressive he had to be that he completely became a pacifist, went the other way, and that spawned his painting. I'll tell you another trivia as we go out to break. Dead serious, I was about ready to buy an original Bob Ross before he passed away. I was in the process. I mean, I just started the process, and then he passed away, and it's like, forgetting about getting, can't get it now. Well, if I would have bought it a few months before. Whew. His family is clinging to them, and uh, there are far far more than you might imagine. A lot right. of other artists paint in the Bob Ross style and, and try to deceive folks right. that it's a Robert Tito, Robert Bob Ross. We'll be back. And that's Case or No Case. Stay tuned. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. If your loved one has... If your loved one has passed away due to COVID-19, pay close attention to this message. You could be entitled to a death benefit of over $300,000. The U.S. government has set up a fund to pay families relief if they've lost a loved one due to COVID-19. 
We know this is a hard time for you, and this fund has been set up by the federal government to help ease your pain. The compensation includes a death benefit and lost wages benefit. Time is limited, so we urge you to make a free phone call right now. There's no cost to you for this claim. All legal fees are only covered once you receive your money. So if you've lost a loved one due to COVID-19, call the legal helpline right now to find out if you qualify for a cash award. Here's our number. 800-918-7092. 800-918-7092. That's 800-918-7092. Paid for by the IPG Law Group. Keep listening for an exciting offer from U.S. Med. If you're living with diabetes and using insulin, you know the pain and inconvenience of pricking your fingers over and over again. By wearing a small remote device called a continuous glucose monitor or CGM, you can reduce the pain of pricking your fingers right away. If you're testing your blood sugar four or more times per day, injecting insulin three or more times per day, or using an insulin pump, call today and learn about the latest CGM technology. 800-251-7560. 800-251-7560. We'll tell you all you need to know about CGMs. A CGM can immediately reduce pain. It's accurate, easy to use, and helps you make better diabetes treatment decisions. And with insurance, you can get a new CGM at little or no out-of-pocket cost. Call now to learn more. 800-251-7560. I like the Amargosa Valley. Is this real life? You're listening to RadioLawTalk.com. And now back to to your host, Frederick Penny. Well, they do some things interesting in Michigan, that's for sure. At least teachers do. Uh, You know, this is a father who has a seven-year-old Michigan girl. Oh, my gosh, cutest little girl in the whole world. If you've seen her picture, they kind of put her picture up, but they cross some stuff out. Gorgeous little girl cute as a button so she comes home and she's got she's got this very unique curly blonde hair right and and then we have to bring this up because the issue came up of whether race she's i think she's half black half white i believe um but she's she's biracial and um um this beautiful hair of hers is very unique and in fact apparently they take it take her to a salon just to make sure that it looks nice, very curly blonde, naturally curly long, and she came home one day, and the and the, the side of one of her of her head and the hair was all cut out, and they said, "Well, what happened?" And she said, "Well, apparently a classmate used the scissors to cut her hair on the school bus." Now, look, is that normal? Yes. <laughs> in fact, I got pictures of my wife in the '60s as a little girl with a little boy's haircut because her and her friend, Lori, we will uh, not name her last name, decided to play barbershop. And my my wife had beautiful long hair as a child, and they cut it all, chopped it all up. And so yeah, she had to cut it really short like a boy uh, boy cut. And then, But this, that's not unusual, right? No, it happened to my daughter at the, at the daycare, and the girl was using pa- uh, scissors that weren't supposed to cut paper. Right? right, they were like those kind of safety scissors. She cut her hair all the way off, and then this girl oh. had long hair, and she would say, 
Ricky Anna, I have such long, beautiful hair. <laughs> what happened to yours? <laughs> I never had that problem. So anyway, anyway, so she cuts her hair off, and then and then she comes back again, apparently, and the other side is cut off. Is that right? Or 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 and, and she's no, trying to figure they out. They took her. The parents took her to a beautician, right, beautician to try to do an asymmetrical cut to, to at least it. make it look nice for her and and make her so she didn't feel like she was right. you know. It, Cutting your hair, sometimes it can be ugly. And then she finds out there's more cut on another side, right? That, that's right. After going to the beautician, getting yeah. an asymmetrical cut, she goes right. back to school. She comes home from school again, and there's more cut. And, the, and her dad says, I thought I told you not to let students cut your hair. And she says, but, Dad, it was the teacher who did it. Yikes. So a lawsuit is ensued um, of a million dollars. Is it one million dollar lawsuit? Yes. Yeah, yes. one million dollar lawsuit for cutting of their daughter's hair. And apparently, again, innocent until proven guilty. But there is some general information that there's two other employees that were aware of this incident. They're not finding any racial issues here at all. But why? The, and they're in the process of. Uh, you know, looking into it, looking into this, the district is, but obviously the lawsuit said, saying that, you know, the district failed to properly train, monitor, direct, discipline, and supervise her employees and or teachers, and or she wasn't reprimanded at this time, at least uh, according to what we know. But the question is, what was she thinking? Do you have any idea why, why this happened? Sure. You're the teacher, you mean? Yeah. She said, well, you know what? I can straighten that out. I, I know, honey. Come here. Let me see if I can help you make it look okay. Now, now this, is, wise, this is speculation, I, right? Right. That's okay. purely yeah, speculating, yeah. but it yeah. seems to me I can see how something like that could happen. But she already went to the beautician. I, 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 I could see that, too. You know, not a lot of information's come out, and I think this puts the, uh, this puts the, the teacher in a bit of a tough spot because – Let's let, let's let's play out this scenario. The girl comes back to school. She's got this new uh, hair salon style, but it's still asymmetrical. And the kid who cut her hair before, maybe it was bullying. Maybe it wasn't. I don't know. It said it happened on a school bus. But let's say hypothetically she's getting teased. And the teacher, because they're saying the teacher had good intentions, right? So the teacher comes over and the girl is teased. Well, do you want me to straighten it out for you? Yeah, okay. And she straightens it out. Here's the problem with that scenario. First, teacher probably shouldn't have done anything. But second, if the teacher goes to say, what's she going to say? Well, the girl asked me to do it. Boy, that puts you in a tough spot where you're an adult. There's a district policy that you're not supposed to do that. And your defense is the kid asked me to do it. And, and, you know, what are they going to do now? Depose the kid and, and ask, did you ask him, her to cut your hair? It's just a tough, it's a tough situation all the way around. But in my not so humble opinion, it ain't a million dollar mistake. No, I was going to yeah. say, what's the, what are the damages? The remedy is going to be, well, the damages are, wait a minute, it grew back. Oh my gosh. It's well, that's what the judge is going to say. If it doesn't grow back, come back to court. Well, or they'll well, say for the short amount of time, right? Yeah, I okay. mean, they have to like figure out what, really what's the value of a child having her hair cut off. And there was other staff members that knew the t- teacher did this, and nobody right. said anything. Right. So it does go a little bit beyond just the teacher um, and imply more of the district employees. Yeah. We'll see. Look, you read a headline, it makes you think that the girl came home bald, and that's certainly not what happened. But, you know, 
how much was cut, what happened, all this kind of stuff. It's, now, it ain't worth a million. Though. Now, when I was in grammar school, instead of the teachers cutting my hair, they'd bring me in and, and say, we're not going to cut your hair, and here's the paddle with the holes in yes, it, Fred. Yes, we're going to uh, whip your butt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Wapo, that's what I got. That was my early years of school, too. Yeah, that's exactly whatever happened to those. We're not, now, we're not advocating that. Oh, everyone's going to like A good old-fashioned boat oar with holes drilled in it and a red <laughs> X painted across it. Thank you, Mr. Weinstein. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, our, principal, our principal was alleged to have one of those paddles, but I never saw it. Well, you're a good girl. you know. I, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. So anyway, that nope. was uh, they didn't cut my hair in my school. So, But again, I was in a country school, and again, they actually, we had a, I had a wonderful principal, and I'm going to shout out to Mr. Taylor. We really appreciated him. He was really into sports and stuff, and he was very forgiving. But you know what the best part? And I'm digressing, but here's what's important. Those were the days, ready for this? I sound like my dad, my grandpa. Those were the days when you did something wrong and the principal paddled you. Your parents would come down and say, Thank you. What did you do wrong? Thank you for swatting him. Yes. <laughs> and now it's like, I'm going to sue you because what, what are you doing to my kid? And it's like, uh, I'm sorry, but I, that it was just a different life now. It was just so different. My dad would always say, you'd never, you'd always say, what did you do to make them uh, discipline you? And exactly. Like, Even parents respected authority at that time yeah. of, the, of the teacher and the school administrator. Boy, we digress, but I'm just telling you that. And it was good for me. Um, I, I wasn't a bad, super bad kid, but a couple of times I needed it. Let's <laughs> talk about a, who's the – okay, Allison Mack. This is – you know, Todd, you set this up, or Denise. The NXIVM is a cult-like – Place then now where were they located? I don't remember exactly. Do you guys remember where they were located? Somewhere in the United States, where this kind of a weird dude, I'm, I'm going to call him. How do I say it? Kind of a nerdy kind of guy that that started this cult. That it started out as a like feel good place and motivational speaking. Early early on, he yeah. had a he had a whole series of self empowerment lectures yes. and training that he would do, and had some pretty high profile individuals right. get involved in it, but. As things progressed and as he got a following following him, it, it seemed to focus a bit more on up-and-coming actors, younger folks in the Hollywood area, very easily impressionable. Boy, if you recruit somebody that has some sort of resume, all the folks, all the new actors in Hollywood are going to see this. And, and the idea here was, well, they'll just follow whatever you say, and then you recruit them into this group. And it went from being self-empowerment to... Uh, like cult-like behavior where, right. they, you know, they're all vying for an opportunity to be some special person to him. And there, there are some actors that got involved in Allison Mack is probably one of the most famous that we have discussed. She used to be on Smallville and she was convicted for her role in this. Apparently she was recruiting and maybe grooming some folks, uh, some younger actresses. That Branding got, them. <laughs> yeah, that got involved in this. And, yeah, and the folks would end up being branded. And she was convicted. And recently, she has um, started her membership in a different group, a group called Those Who Are Incarcerated. She yeah. has reported to serve her, was a three-year jail term. Right. But, but I mean, she did report early. Yeah, she, yeah. But she's already been doing some jail time. So, uh, look, she's not going to be in there very long. She's going to get what uh, California. If you good behavior, you can cut it in half, can't you? Or what? You know that. You half know an, that half an hour. Half. No, but what is well, it? the thing uh, is this? This is a this is a uh, this is a federal case. So, oh, if gotcha. you are convicted of a state crime, 
and it's not serious or violent, you, you do half time. So if you get you're sentenced for a year, you get out in six months. But federal, you federal, can still you get do some. like you do like eighty five percent of it. So okay. she did whatever eighty five percent of three years is less whatever credit she has going in. That's what she's going to have to do. So she's going to be uh, get free lunches and uh, mac and cheese and a, and a nice comfy oh, bed. And her name's Allison Mac. It'd be like eating me and cheese. When we come back, we're going to talk about some very interesting things, including a lawyer that's charged with disorderly conduct. We're going to find out why it's bizarre. We'll be right back. Fred, Todd, and Denise will be right back with more Radio Law Talk after we take this break. Commercials and other announcements aired on Radio Law Talk contain the opinions of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease. These claims have not been evaluated by the FDA. Keep listening for an exciting offer from U.S. Med. If you're living with diabetes and using insulin, you know the pain and inconvenience of pricking your fingers over and over again by wearing a small remote device called a continuous glucose monitor or CGM. You can reduce the pain of pricking your fingers right away. If you're testing your blood sugar four or more times per day, injecting insulin three or more times per day, or using an insulin pump, Call today and learn about the latest CGM technology. 800-251-7560. 800-251-7560. We'll tell you all you need to know about CGMs. A CGM can immediately reduce pain. It's accurate, easy to use, and helps you make better diabetes treatment decisions. And with insurance, you can get a new CGM at little or no out-of-pocket cost. Call now to learn more. 800-251-7560. 800-251-7560. Plus, get free shipping and we'll bill your insurance company for you. CGMs are the newest in diabetic technology. They can help you stay in range and manage your diabetes better. Call now to receive your new continuous glucose monitor at little or no out-of-pocket cost. And delivery is free. Remember, if you're testing your blood sugar four or more times per day, injecting insulin three or more times per day, or using an insulin pump, call today and learn about the latest CGM technology. Call 800-251-7560. Co-pays and deductibles may apply. 800-251-7560. That's 800-251-7560. Sponsored by U.S. Medical Supply. Hi, my name is Lily. My mom and dad used to fight about money all the time. Then one day, I heard them talking about this guy. Some uncle I never knew called Uncle Sam. Well, they say this Uncle Sam guy wanted them to pay him like a gazillion dollars. And they didn't have a gazillion dollars. So they called this company they heard on the radio called The Tax Doctor. And The Tax Doctor worked with Uncle Sam's people. I think they're called the IRS. And they're able to work it out so my mom and dad didn't have to pay Uncle Sam very much money at all. So now mom and dad are happy. And I'm happy too. 
Thanks, tax doctor. If you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS or state, call now and pay less. 800-263-2610. 800-263-2610. That's 800-263-2610. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the Health Insurance Helpline can help you get it. We specialize in helping the self-employed and people just like you that need affordable health insurance to get it. We have short and long-term health insurance plans, and some even cover dental, vision, and prescription drugs. Don't take a risk with your family's health insurance. It's not worth it. Worth it. If you're self-employed or now need affordable health insurance, call right now and learn for free how to get it. Listen, affordable health insurance plans for everyone just like you are a free phone call away. So give us a shout right now. 800-670-0940. 800-670-0940. 800-670-0940. That's 800-670-0940. If you pay my fee, I'll take your case. Oh, that's down. Now back to the show. Here are Fred, Todd, and Denise. Uh, there we go. So there's some lawyers that, um, again, like any profession, there's uh, different people in all walks of life. And there's this wonderful lawyer in Galveston, Texas, that apparently watches too many movies and I have never seen this movie, but apparently uh, the the movie is uh, called what is it called again? Um, hold on, what's the movie, guys? Halloween. Uh, Halloween. That's yes. Right, the Halloween film series. Uh, yeah, <laughs> duh. Um, which actually, I've never seen Halloween. I'm dead serious. Oh, it's, got, it's got the iconic line. It's I just know. the piano. No, it's and, not me. And that was uh, that was Jamie Lee Curtis. Yes. was in that. Yeah. So it's where they make dumb decisions and they. Oh, that's, oh, that's is... like every horror movie. Let's go hide in the axe shed. <laughs> this what is that? What sh- is it? Progressive that does it? One of yes. them does yes. it. It's like, uh, what's the movie? Well, why like, don't we just get into the running car? Are you stupid? Let's run to the. <laughs> and they run behind, and then and that, the axe guy. That, well, the guy that's got the chainsaw is like shaking his head, like, "Oh my gosh, this is going to be too easy." <laughs> uh, but anyway. I, think, I, think it, I think it's Geico. Oh, and maybe it's Geico. And it's uh, you know, if you're in a horror, if you're a teen in a horror movie, you make stupid decisions. Don't make a dumb decision with Geico. Yeah, so, something like that's pretty funny. Yeah. So anyway, this lawyer goes down to the beach, right? And he claims, and he likes to put stuff on social media, apparently, and he and he likes to to put some interesting things. On social media now, really quick, what I want to note down is, and I make sure I've, I've you know, I've, I've, uh, I, I've noted this down in this town, uh, uh, and um, I'm just walking, I'm just Galveston, Texas. There's a rule about disorderly conduct, and their law is it bans offes- offensive gestures or language, right? And um, the question is, what is uh, offensive gestures or language? And this guy dress up, dresses up as the Halloween murderer uh, with a, everything's fake, a fake knife that's got blood on it. He's dressed exactly like the Halloween guy, and he's, and he's got a picture of him underneath a, you know, looks like a boardwalk of some sort, uh, dressed as this axe, uh, this knife murderer guy. 
and he's walking around. So they and arrest him. And he's doing him. it, mind you, yeah. to brighten up everybody's day. That's what he claims, right? Yes. What, what, what's his What's his claim? What, what, brighten my day. Yeah, bringing a positive quote, bringing positive vibes to this gloom and doom world is what he's saying. Okay, <laughs> um, generating, and he keeps going. He keep and he says, "I'm generating some laughter, helping people crack a smile, and restoring our faith in humanity through humor." Yes, I know if I or my daughter or my wife are walking on the beach and there's a guy with a knife with blood on it that looks like the guy from Halloween is walking towards you, I'm going to go, this is so funny. This is bringing a positive vibe to my family. Thank you. In fact, I'll walk up to him and say, thank you, sir, for your wonderful you know, gesture to the community to bring this vibe. And this is, by the way, during the hurricane, right, or right before a hurricane. But bizarre. I was so stressed out about the hurricane. But once I saw the guy looking like an axe murderer walking down the beach, I felt so much better. Uplifted. <laughs> I know. So, but if you want to read about this, it's about uh, it's 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 from the Halloween series. He's got a, he had a fake bloody knife. He says, "Oh, it's just a prank." The lawyer's name is Mark Metz, uh, Metziger. Metzger. Metzger. Whatever. Yeah. However you want to say it. What really, dude? Really? So they uh, arrest him for disorderly conduct, and the question is: Is this disorderly conduct um, offensive gesture or language? Well, I don't think it's offensive. I think it's scary, but it's not. I don't know. What about what if he was dressed that way on October thirty first? Yeah, it could be. You know, I, I normally. You know, when it's making an offensive gesture, it has to be making an offensive gesture that leads to some other type conduct, some sort of unruly conduct. And it's just scaring people. I see those when I drive all the time. I don't know why. What I consider offensive gestures, people holding up their hands. They're just telling you you're number one, Cal. That could be it. But I take I take offense. I see a lot of my Walmart (laughs) offensive gestures and what people are wearing (laughs) or at the water park, local water park. Uh, My my thought my thought on it is this. did the officers maybe have reasonable suspicion to detain, probable cause to arrest? Probably. Does the district attorney who would ultimately prosecute it have proof beyond a reasonable doubt to prosecute this guy and actually obtain a conviction? I highly doubt it. And I, I think that the he kind of he kind of forced law enforcement's hand. The public is expecting something to happen. And what are you going to do? Go out there, you know, full dress police uniform. All right, move along. Nothing to see here. Yes, he's got a machete. That's okay. You know, you, you, just, you just run along. Leave him alone. You'll be fine. But the core issue is what, Todd? Did the lawyer get a whole bunch of free, cheap publicity on the local TV stations, local newspapers, and so on? He did not have to pay for it. Probably. All he bought was a costume. All I got to say is I'm not sure I'd want to hire him as a lawyer. If you're, I'm going to hire the lawyer. Yes, the lawyer with the bloody knife costume guy. Uh, yes, he's We've my slashed lawyer. prices. <laughs> I'm slashing my fee for you. <laughs> yeah, I can see him showing up to court and everybody, the judge going, I'm going to rule against you just because I didn't like the knife thing. But uh, anyway, that, that that's that's exciting things that we get to talk about here on Radio Law Talk. But, but boy, l- let's talk about uh, Theranos. Now, Theranos, the founder is Elizabeth Holmes, right? I'm going to try to get to this before we uh, end. And you know what? I just don't know where I'm going to get through this. Ugh. I know we've got a few minutes. But uh, Theranos, we might just push it off into the next segment, which we don't like to do. But uh, Elizabeth Holmes is a 19-year-old a young lady that came from Stanford that was only one year in Stanford and wanted to 
basically uh, invent or bring forth this new technology that allowed just with the prick of your finger and a drop of blood. By the way, she hated needles, and this is kind of how she claims she started, um, and, and wanted to have this machine be able to read that little drop of blood and tell all types of things that are going wrong with you or, or are good about you or and 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 gained uh, favor in the community in Silicon Valley and raised millions, tens, hundreds of millions of dollars for this, including, uh, was it Walgreens uh, that stepped up? I believe it was mm-hmm. Walgreens that stepped up and invested, and we're going to allow these machines to go into Walgreens. Well, long story short, and this was for about seven years or so, and I remember seeing and, and everyone talking about her because we're here in California. We have an off- I have an office down in the Silicon Valley, so, you know, I'm connected to a lot of people that I understand and know down there, and, and, and she was the talk of the town, right? And then talk of the United States, and talk of – she was on, I believe, Forbes magazine. Forbes put her worth – it was so funny to see uh, – at one time, she was worth, what, $3 billion or estimated at $3 billion or some in the billions. And then, it, and then after this blew up, it went down to zero. It's worth from $3 billion to worth nothing, right? And, uh, but this whole thing's going on. And now her trial is coming up. They've actually brought uh, uh, Denise some charges against her. What are the charges they're bringing against her? Do you know those? Uh, fraud, basically. Mm-hmm. Investor fraud. And conspiracy. Um, yes. Right? Yes, exactly. But did you, did you know that her company paid out a lot of money to settle these different claims when they came across civilly? Like she paid $25 million to end the breach of contract claim with Walgreens. Right, right. And it, right before all this criminal matter start came up, um, right. she was out there making private settlements. Right. And here's the thing that, you know, we've only got a minute and a half left. But here's the thing that I want to set up for you. And – They've they've started with their opening arguments, and and how opening arguments is is the prosecutors get to give their opening arguments, and so does the defense. And what I want to do the next hour, it's hour number two, so hang on, uh, or if you're listening to our podcast, just click to the next uh, hour. It is the most interesting arguments defense is making. And I think there's some pretty good arguments there. As a lawyer, I love to see what they're going to come up with uh, because it seems like there's an insurmountable amount of evidence against her. Again, she's innocent until proven guilty. Uh, And I am looking at what defense is saying. Don't forget, all you see is what the media puts out, right? And the media is very anti what she's done. And, you know, she scammed people. That's the media that has uh, tried to prosecute her. But, man, the defense is coming out, and I think she's got some good defenses. And we're going to see how it turns out in the second hour or so. Hold on. Put your seatbelt on. Tighten that little strap part. Uh, We're going to hit some turbulence when we come back. I'm your host, Frederick Penny. This is Radio Law Talk. Hear past episodes of Radio Law Talk on RadioLawTalk.com. Just click on the podcast tab. Hear past episodes of Radio Law Talk on radiolawtalk.com. Just click on the podcast tab. Happy listening. You have been listening to radiolawtalk.com. A copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk Incorporated.
and radiolawtalk.com. Running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-882-2093. 800-882-2093. 800-882-2093. That's 800-882-2093. 